on Triple M Mining HQ. Hello and welcome to Mining HQ. I'm Pablo Miller. Coming up on today's edition of the show, Chris Lamesha is going to be sitting down to the executive chairman of Miramar Resources, Alan Kelly. Now we're going to tap into three of their key projects in WA gold and nickel commodities. Plus, we also go back to the early days of Alan's career as a geologist. Let's get into it. Good morning, Chris. Hello, Pablo. Morning to you on the phone this morning. We have the executive chairman from Miramar Resources, Alan Kelly. G'day, Alan. How are you? Uh, g'day. How are you going? Really nice to talk to you. And uh, we were just saying off the air, pretty busy times at the moment. And uh, it sounds like a lot of the money that's been happening for you guys has been pouring back into exploration. Is that the plan for the rest of the year? Yeah, we, we, we haven't been around very long. We only listed about two years ago. Um, so we just sort of come up to our second anniversary and we've been really busy since listing. I think we worked out the other day, we've spent about 75% of our cash on actual exploration programs in the ground. And we had our biggest quarter uh, since listing in September quarter where we did drilling programs across four different projects. Um, so yeah, making sure we're getting out there and um, trying to work out what's going on with our projects and get some good results. Now you've got three projects. We're gonna go through the three. Uh, how about we get into the first one, the Eastern Goldfields project? Yeah, so we've got actually got a couple of projects in the Eastern Goldfields um, and they're all sort of within close proximity to Kalgoorlie. The main one that we've done a lot of work on over the last 18 months is our Gigi project. And for those that know Kalgoorlie, it's basically directly north of Kalgoorlie on the highway if you're heading out towards Menzies. So we sit in a, a fantastic location between the, the Super Pit, Canana Bell and, and the Paddington Mine. So if you're using a sort of real estate analogy, you'd say we're the cheapest house on the best street. Now, I read oh, recently, I think it might have been one of the magazines, might have been Gold Mining Journal, you said something like even after 18 months of intense ground coverage, you still marvel at the underexplored nature of uh, that Gigi project. Yeah, it, well, it's, it's like I say, it's a pretty amazing to be sort of in between the Super Pit and Paddington and Canada Bell and then go out there and find that there's not much drilling being done. And I think there was a combination of a couple of factors. It was sort of on the outskirts of the tenement package that was held by you know, KCGM at the time, but also there's a fair bit of transported cover that sits over the top of the of the most prospective geology. Uh, and when we started looking at the historical drilling, there was a lot of it was basically too shallow to get through that cover. So as soon as we started uh, doing our deeper drilling, we started getting some really good air core hits, you know, things like, you know, a couple of metres at 11 grams, 13 grams, uh, a few metres at 7 grams. So, you know, it's still early days there, but so far we've defined real, four not really nice targets, uh, Marlebone, Blackfriars Highway and Railway. And we've got the, you know, the um, Goldfields Highway running right through the middle of our project. So it's pretty amazing to be able to sort of drive out on the bitumen, get out and find gold only 15 k's from Kalgoorlie. All right, now let's get into the second one. Tell us about uh, Murchison Region Project. Uh, well, probably more exciting at the moment is our Glandor project east of Kalgoorlie, and we've been doing some diamond drilling on the lake out there. Uh, uh, we've done about five holes to date, and the first two holes hit visible gold, and both of those we've recently got assays back from. Um, we've got a 13-gram hit in one hole and a, a 5-gram hit in another hole, and that drilling's ongoing. We think there's opportunity there to, to drill out something pretty quickly um, you know, in close proximity to Kalgoorlie as well. Um, the, the other projects that we've got up in up in the north are the whale shark project up near Onslow, and we've been up there looking for a, an IOCG deposit. So that's an iron oxide copper gold deposit, 
And, you know, examples of those are Olympic Dam, uh, Carapatina, Ernest Henry, and Javieron, which is sort of close up to, to Port Hedland up there. So, Alan, tell us about some more of the projects. What have we missed? Yeah, so as, uh, in the in the sort of winter months, we've been up at uh, Onslow, uh, where we've got a project called Whale Shark, and and the target there is a what we call an iron oxide copper gold uh, deposit or IOCG for short, and deposits uh, you know examples of that are Olympic Dam, Ernest Henry, Carapatina, and um, the new discovery at Harry Aeron by um, Greatland. And so what we've got is just sort of west of the highway, in between the highway and the coastline at Onslow, there's a large granite and abandoned iron formation under about 100 metres of cover. So we did some sort of tricky surface geochemistry last year and worked up a couple of targets. And then we've been out there drilling um, in August, September, and we're waiting on the results of that. And so, you know, hoping to find something out there. And how about for you? How often do you actually get out on site? Uh, quite often, actually. Uh, I was in Kalgoorlie last week uh, checking out the rigs at the lake there. I was actually on the rig at Onslow uh, for a while running that program. And I'm actually heading out uh, bush next week up to a project up near Mount Augustus. So um, I'm a geo at heart. I've you know got about 30 years of exploration experience. So I still like getting out in the bush and, and getting on the tools, so to speak. Well, we had a, a snake handler on Mining HQ a couple of days ago. Have you seen any of those snakes when you've been out there? Oh, yeah, plenty. Uh, plenty of snakes. <laughs> and uh, both in Australia and overseas, I actually spent a little bit of time in the Amazon jungle and we had uh, had anacondas coming through our camp as well. Unbelievable. Now, let, let's just go back a little bit. Um, you mentioned you're a former geo. Well, you still are with 30 odd years yep. experience. WMC, yep. you want to take us back there because there's some amazing things that occurred for you. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, so I started, I was a Perth boy. So, I uh, did my geology at Curtin University and graduated and, and joined Western Mining uh, Exploration Division, who were based in Belmont at the time in Perth. And my first job was working up in the Murchison and Pilbara area. So, you know, I actually worked at Onslow and a few places like Mekathara and Mount Magnet as well. Um, I then also went over to North America and worked in Canada and Alaska, uh, Mexico and Nevada. Um, and then, you know, so I had about seven years at Western Mining and working in all different commodities in exploration teams and met a lot of really great people and, and you know, have a really good network of, of you know, ex-Western mining geologists that we, you know, talk to all the time. So um, famously finding the Andy World Gold Mine, Doré Minerals, is that the highlight so far? Uh, yeah, so I started a company called Doré uh, back in 2009 and we listed on the ASX in 2010. And uh, four weeks later, we made a discovery with our first drill hole, which was was quite amazing. It was actually an old Western mining project, about 40 kilometres north of Mekathara on the road. Um, And, yeah, we went out there and drilled a a high-grade quartz vein, and within two and a half years, we were mining. So, um, you know, it was a very high-grade deposit, um, produced over 300,000 ounces at a really high grade. And then we used the sort of success from that, project to then go and take over a company called Mutiny Resources, who had a project called uh, Deflector, which sort of sits down about halfway between Morrow and Yalgoo. And uh, we, we took over that company and then um, funded and, and built that mine in about 15 months as well. And I think that that project is doing very well for Silver Lake at the moment. Oh, that's brilliant. All right. So for uh, potential investors in 2022, there's not much left. What would you say for Miramar Resources? Why should they get on board? Uh, well, we're we're a, you know active explorer. We get out in the ground. We have lots of news flow from exploration um, activities across our various projects. 
I think, you know, there's really good potential of us finding something significant at both our Glandor and Gigi projects near Kalgoorlie. Uh, I guess the roughies in the in the portfolio would be the Onslow project and some of our stuff up at, in the Bangamore area, north of Mount Augustus. Um, but, you know, with only about 70 million shares on issue and a market cap of about $7 million with a couple of million in the bank, we're very cheap. So that if we have any sort of expiration success, you know, our share price should move pretty quickly. Alan, thanks for your time this morning. Great chatting with you and all the best for you and the team at Miramar. Great. Thanks very much. For the very latest mining news in WA, stream the Mining HQ podcast. Available now on the Listener app, L-I-S-T-N-R.